Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. We're delighted to welcome into the program fine rugby writer, sports star Juno, has done it for a number of years. Great to um, speak to him again. Here's Mark Hinton from uh, Stuff who joins us. I hope from sunny... Sunny Tron, am I correct with that one, Mark? Good morning to you. Morning, Mark. Uh, yeah, good morning, gents. Um, I, I've got to say, I haven't uh, made the journey down in State Highway 1 just yet, so I'm still in Auckland, um, heading out uh, down mid-afternoon. Um, uh, weather patterns would be pretty similar. It's, um, it's sunny-ish, shall we say, here in Auckland, um, but there is forecast rain, isn't there? So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, not looking the best. Mark, I want to throw you on the spot straight away because uh, we've been talking nicknames and we've just had uh, Blair Murphy on who said his nickname was The Undertaker, uh, Meatloaf and Cuddles. What, what a selection of nicknames. A great selection. What's the best nickname you've heard out there in, in the rugby circles? Oh, my goodness. That is putting me on the spot. <laughs> One of the things we're told to do is never refer to these guys by their nicknames. Um, <laughs> it's oh, it's so annoying, Mark, isn't it? It's not like your Sky oh, no, Sports. So I kind it? of phased them out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, you know, there's nagging him. Uh, well, you can think um, about that during this interview and get back to us I'll, at the I'll end. I'll think about it, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Put me on the spot at the end rather than the start, Grant. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I described the All Blacks' attack last week as insipid, uninventive, uninspired, dull. Um, Am I about right? And was that the main reason they lost last weekend, was the attack? Um, yeah, you're dead on right, Daniel. Um, that was probably the worst attacking performance I've seen from the All Blacks this year, and there's been a few pretty average ones. Um, and given it was, I guess, week one with Joe Schmidt, and uh, there was a bit of, you know, on board, and I've, there's only so much a coach could do in one week. But that's his purview, the attack. Um, yeah, it was um, disappointing, to say the least. They, they just had no idea how to attack that line. And uh, just uh, listening to um, Aaron Smith on Thursday talk about about uh, the, the Pumas' defence, he said their, their, their line speed wasn't anywhere near as fast as um, the South Africans or the Irish. So it wasn't that, but he said it was the numbers they got there. You know, there was just big numbers, and they spread across the field well, and they just made every tackle, didn't they? So, uh, they yeah, did they reduce did. The, they they did reduce the All Blacks to um, to really um, almost having no answers. They were just passing behind the advantage line, going laterally and being tackled and going nowhere quick. And that's guys. That's why I was so surprised that Ian Foster didn't make any changes to a starting 15. I mean, where's the accountability? Where's the standards? Where's the, where's the let's try something else kind of uh, approach? Uh, the, the sticking with the guys, the sticking with the, you know, the continuity just hasn't worked this year. So it was a big surprise. Let's hope his players reward him tonight. So, Mark, who do you think those players were um, that didn't, didn't really perform, that should have looked potentially lost their place um, in the starting lineup today? Well, there was a long list of them, Grant, um, really. I mean, Samasoni Takeo uh, played well. Adi Savia kind of did what he did. Um, and really outside of, of those two, maybe the props, you know, the starting props, 
uh, laid a good foundation. And, and I think we were all surprised to see that front row uh, subbed after 45 minutes. Outside of those guys, really not a lot of All Blacks covered themselves in glory. Will Jordan was a non-factor. The midfield was terrible again. Um, they've had probably one good test all year, that combination of Rico Ioane and David Havili at Ellis Park. I thought that there could have been some freshening there. Richie Moanga did not have a good test at all. I thought Caleb Clark played well. He, he brings go forward. He, it, it, it's exactly what the All Blacks need. Um, Aaron Smith looked ordinary. Look, we could go right through the team. Sam Kane didn't really fire much at all. Uh, no impact for ball in hand. Made his tackles, we expect that, but just uh, one or two errors as well counted against him. So um, Sam Widelock looked a little tired. You know, Scott Barrett didn't make his usual impact. So really right through that team, they could have made changes mm. to Brisbane. The fact they haven't, you know, um, I guess it, it's a coaching technique, isn't it? You, you, there's two ways you go when you get a performance like that. Look, let's face it, that was the most disappointing all-black performance this year. And there's, you know, there's a plenty of contenders. To, to, to really fire no shots against a team as limited as Argentina was just flat-out disappointing. So as a coach, you either make wholesale changes or you run it back and you say to these guys, you need to prove that you're better than that. You need to uh, redeem yourselves. And that's the option clearly Foster's gone with, isn't it? He's given these guys a second chance. And for some, it might be a last chance. Yeah, let's not um, let's not ignore the fact New Zealand have struggled defensively this year as far as conceding points, and a lot of it has been due to ill-discipline, conceding far too many penalties, 24.6 points per game. That is alarming by New Zealand rugby standards. So we've identified what went wrong last week, as is our job. Uh, Mark, how do you improve? Um, is there one or two things that sort of... Uh, sit atop of the, the quite large stack of issues from last week that they must rectify? Yeah, well, I, I think it starts and finishes tactically, doesn't it? These guys just don't or didn't have the answers last week and haven't had the answers really for a lot of this season, bar maybe Alice Park and the first up game against the Irish, where they got things going their way. Um, tactically, they just haven't got it right. And last week was a classic example. The Pumas were clearly happy to kick the ball to the All Blacks, um, back their defence, uh, attack them at the breakdown, uh, you know, force penalties with... Uh, you know, with ball in hand, which is, you know, something that in the modern game you're able to do if you've got the right sort of approach. So tactically, the All Blacks just did not vary their game. They have to get that right this week. And uh, Ian Foster uh, made a really telling remark on the Sunday in Christchurch last weekend where he talked about um, sort of running the ball being a def- as a default mode under pressure, uh, being in, in the DNA of New Zealanders, and perhaps you pointed out that that wasn't a good thing. In other words, you know, blindly trusting that you're going to be able to run your way out of trouble when you're under pressure. Look, they need to be better tactically, but I think their talent will take over if they can get the go forward and get the right sort of platform, find the space with their kicks, put the Argentinians under pressure instead of soaking up so much pressure themselves. Things will start to turn for them. They have the talent you know, to run up a good score, but they just tactically have been almost been rest of ideas and, and, and variation um, in recent weeks. So let's, let's, you know, let's look for that. We need Richie Moanga, Aaron Smith, the game drivers, uh, Geordie Barrett, uh, uh, David Havili, if he steps into to, to receiver. Um, we need them to drive some variation, um, and I think things will start going well. But if they just play the same old game they did last week, it could be another tough night at the office.
Mark, what are we seeing in, in world rugby? Because I'm, I guess I'm quite excited about um, well, the, the competition. Awesome. Yeah, the uncertainty, the uncertainty. Is really interesting. Because Argentina put 31 points on Australia. Um, 40, just, 40, 40, 48. 40 uh, 31 yeah. points. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was 48 to 17. So, um, yeah. But then, oh, yeah, yeah, um, the obviously, they won by 31, yeah. And then, obviously, yeah. you had Australia beating South Africa. Um, so... Is this Argentinian team maybe a lot better than we give them credit for? Yeah, I think there's been two things happened to Grant in the last um, year or so. I think the All Blacks have clearly come back to the pack. Um, you know, this All Blacks team that wins 90% of their games and dominates, and you know they're just not in that position at the moment. Um, so they've come back, and I think, yeah, there's been definitely a step up around the world. I mean, France has led the way. Uh, World Cup hosts looking very ominous, but Ireland, of course, have all seen firsthand how, how much improvement they've made. Uh, it, it, you know, and that's a team that was already pretty good. They've actually gone to another level, and then the likes of Scotland, England are bringing through a new generation of young players. They've kind of freshened their their group, and they're looking very good. Uh, they had a great series against the Wallabies. The Wallabies have improved. Yeah, you're right. Across the board, this is the this is the most even the top ten in world rugby I think has ever been in the professional era. And aside from our own navel-gazing in New Zealand, that seems <laughs> to be a good thing for the global game, doesn't it, guys? You know, the interest now in test matches, even in the July series, we saw all, every single series between North and South go to a, a Game 3 decider. In the Rugby Championship now, we've seen, you know, everyone, pretty much everyone beat everyone, and, 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 the, and the competition's wide open at the halfway point. This is the most competitive rugby team at the test level. Great news for the world game, not so good for New Zealand. <laughs> And I'll get you out on this one, Mark. Argentina can be better. I made the point to Grant earlier today. Argentina beat the All Blacks without having to attack. Without having to attack. They defended. They kicked their goals. There was that one sort of freakish try. Some really soft New Zealand defence led to it. Argentina weren't great last week, were they? Defence notwithstanding. No, absolutely. And that was one of the things... Well, that was the probably the single thing I was most disappointed about, that the All Blacks lost to a team that really didn't have to fire a shot and really fired a few shots. I mean, Aaron Smith talked about it on Thursday. He said Argentina weren't playing to win. They were playing not to lose. Well, they did that a bloody good job of that, didn't they? You know I mean? Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> the way they squeezed the, squeezed the All Blacks into, into the result falling their way. But that was, a, that was a very limited Argentinian team. And that was what made it so disappointing. The All Blacks, you know... They just didn't have any answers against a team that really only had, had one mode, and that was to kind of to defend and to squeeze and to attack the breakdown. So, um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot to fix. There really is. Um, but, you know, I mean, we keep hearing that it's there. Not, not far off. Trust us. All these sort of things. So, I, you know, I think this is a big test for the All Blacks guys. I really do because, well, for this group anyway, I mean, you know, they've been entrusted all year. And, and this is kind of another Alice Park moment, isn't it, when they, mm. they sort of have to front, really. They have to prove themselves. Mm. Otherwise, you know, things, uh, you know, things could, could get pretty ugly. So I, I oh, expect it's... them to bounce back. It's the all backs way, guys. <laughs> yeah, you've, you've, it's circle the wagons time again, Grant. I don't know how many times you can actually circle the wagons in a year, though. Uh, Mark, drive safe. Enjoy the game tonight. Thanks so much for dropping by. Thanks a lot, Mark. I will, guys. Hey, look, and listen, uh, that nickname, the one I used to love the most was Case News. Bad news. Bad news news. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, that, that is, is a good, good shout. Nice nice way to finish, Mark. And thanks so much for joining us. <laughs> 
Good on you guys. Thanks so much.